Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want us to look into the 2023-24 summer crop season that will start in South Africa in about uh, two weeks' time now. So as a country, we plant a range of summer crops. From a grains and all seeds perspective, those will largely be white maize, yellow maize, soybeans, sunflower, sorghum, dry beans, and the likes. Those are what we categorize as the summer crops. You also, of course, have a range of vegetables that are also planted in this period. But for those summer grains and oil seeds, the planting in South Africa usually starts around mid-October for the eastern regions of South Africa. Now, if you are South African and you're trying to picture these eastern regions, consider the National Road N1 from up uh, in Limpopo all the way down into the coastal regions. Anything that is on the eastern side of that is what we would uh, consider as the eastern regions of the crop. And to your right on the western side as you drive down the country, that was, those are the western regions of the country. Now, for the eastern, planting usually starts from the 15th of October. That will be what we categorize as the optimal period for receiving rainfall and ensuring that the crops germinate and they reach pollination at a good time for the rainfall. In the western regions of the country, that's in the right-hand side of that N1 as you're driving all the way down to the coastal regions of South Africa, planting there usually starts from around about mid-November and could go on up until December and farmers will be busy with planting in those areas. But what I noticed a few weeks ago, I was driving down to the Free State and even in another drive that I made to the Delmas regions, which is just on the edge of Gauteng and Pumalanga, was that farmers are already busy on the, were already busy on the ground tilling the land and making sure that they plant on time. The reason for that was that there is now good soil moisture from the past seasons of heavy El Nino, which have improved the soil moisture across South Africa. So folks didn't have to wait until those typical periods because those optimal planting, 15th of October, 15th of November to the West, they were largely dictated by the early summer rainfall, uh, which would typically be around those periods. Hence, the planting would also start then. But if now there is good soil moisture, that means that farmers could anyway begin planting earlier than um, that typical period. We know, for example, that in the 2022-23 season, planting in South Africa was a month and a half delayed from the typical period because of heavy rains that had prevented farmers to plant. And I think this time around, we may see an opposite of what had happened last year, where some regions are almost a month or two weeks earlier than the typical planting period. If what I saw and those brown fields are anything to go by, and, and I do think that uh, farmers will, will plant um, earlier this year. But of course, one of the key things that has been in the back of our minds uh, this time around is that we are exiting the La Nina period. We are now entering what is called the El Nino. The La Nina brings heavy rains across South Africa, and we had four consecutive seasons of that. But now transitioning into an El Nino means that we could see below normal rainfalls across the country. And that's the reality for us, but it's also the reality for the Southern Africa region. 
Now, in periods like that, we all then uh, in agriculture start to worry about the production conditions, about what it will be like. Is it going to be as dry? Is it going to be very difficult to plant um, this year around? But the report that was released on the 28th of August, 2023, by the South African Weather Service on their seasonal climate watch was very encouraging because what they basically said in that report was that, look, folks, um, there could be above normal rainfall in South Africa throughout mid-spring into late spring. That's the period somewhere between September and uh, end of September and going all the way into December. And if then what they said there is correct, starting from next month, maybe we begin to see some good rainfall in the country, um, that that would really assist the agricultural sector. And they added that, you know, from early January then, um, we, we could see below normal rainfall across the country and more so in the central and the western regions um, of the country. Those were some of the things that they, they noted, which means that in my interpretation, the El Nino that we are expecting will likely intensify from about early January. And we may enter this planting period with some level of moisture. If you consider the soil moisture that I was talking about from the previous season, and if we then get any light showers on top of that, that will mean we have an excellent start of the season, which means then that seed germination, particularly for those that planted earlier, could actually go smoothly. And then that also means then the pollination period would actually not be as late as it usually is because pollination of South African summer crop is usually in February. And we know that you need rains for two critical periods, for germination, and you also need lots of rain when the crops are pollinating and, uh, and, and maturing. That means then if we had planted slightly early, the pollination could happen somewhere January, end of December, or anything like that in some of the regions. And if by those periods we still have moisture on the ground um, following the rains as well as so moisture from last season, then that will mean that we may have a decent crop. But that's something that we yet to, to, to see. But all of us are hoping that things will turn that way. But I must say, though, that the South African Weather Service did also warn that, look, in the western regions of South Africa, they see much more drier uh, weather prospects. And I worry about the western regions of the country because even the soil moisture that we are talking about from the previous season is not as good in those areas. Uh, we were recently with uh, some of our members in the northwest and I was asking them about what are they hearing from the farmers in the region. And they were basically saying, look, in the far western region, the soil moisture story that you have been talking about is true for much of the country, but in the far western regions, it may not be as true. And I think then for those those regions, we have to look uh, closely on that. And the western regions of South Africa are also where we plant a lot of our white maize, sunflower, and there could be a bit of cotton. And I do think that then if it is really about to be dry, you will see some farmers switching the area and bringing it into cotton, which can withstand reasonable drier weather conditions. And you will see maize hectares being slightly reduced. That's white maize. In the eastern regions of the country, you primarily have yellow maize and soybeans that is planted there. But in that part of the country, eastern all the way up to the north, the weather prospects seem to be reasonably favorable. 
So there's a lot of uncertainty here and we will be watching this about whether we do receive this rainfall and what the planting conditions will look like. But I think that we have to, 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 to know that at least it's not as bad of an outlook as what we saw in the past. The other thing I wanted to add in here is that there are worries about the temperature. We know in the northern hemisphere part that folks experience excessive heat. And now we're worried about whether that will be a reality for South Africa. So far, there is no evidence that is pointing to that, except that the South African Weather Service did also make a view what they were saying, look, um, uh, there's going to be minimal to maximum temperatures I expected uh, across the country. Uh, you know, so minimum to maximum temperatures expected across the country is not quite clear as to whether they say we will be seeing extreme heat or not. But I do think that this is something that we have to be watching. I'll consistently monitor what the folks in the weather space are saying, and I may record something as soon as I see that there is something we need to be to be to be focusing on. I'll record a, a brief podcast and and put it in here in the channel. But I do think that we have to be worried about that because in the northern hemisphere it has caused a bit of disruptions. Now, on balance, I do think that we will have a decent agricultural season compared to perhaps what is still fresh on some people's minds. Because whenever I, I talk about an El Nino, many people remember the harsh season that we had in 2015-16 production season where cattle were dying across the country. Um, it was dry uh, and they would see horses uh, starving and fields were, were, were dry. And it was a very difficult and a bad season to an extent that South Africa uh, became a net importer of maize in that, in, in that period. But I think we are not there at this point because that year was preceded by other seasons that were fairly dry and didn't really have the good soil moisture that we had. And secondly, there was no rainfall like now where I'm saying the start of the season could start with the could begin with really good rainfall that could assist uh, the, the the country. So you shouldn't be thinking about that. If anything, I would say still think about this season in line with the 2018-19 production season, which was also in El Nino, but it was not as hectic. It was a mild one, and still in that season the previous ones did not have as good soil moisture as what we had this time around so the dynamics are quite different and i think the expected rains at the start of the season is not only just the story of grains and the all seeds but it also supportive of horticulture supportive of livestock for grazing felt so this is something that is positive overall for the south african agricultural sector i must add though also to say this year the South African farmers went on on the fields or are still going to the field to be planting in a much better environment compared to last year. I was just looking at the fertilizer prices. On average, they are down by 52% from a year ago. And now if you consider that the fertilizer accounts for about two-thirds of the grain farmers' input cost, if they are down 52% year on year, that's a big saving from the farmer's side on the input cost uh, space. And the pesticides and the insecticides are down on average by 30% from a year ago. That's also really good. And herbicides, it's down similar prices. So I think the input cost component this year is better than last year, although these prices are not back to their pre-COVID levels, but they still at favorable levels. So overall, I think while commodity prices have declined, 
um, from levels we saw a year ago. But the input costs also are fairly favorable compared to that time. So farmers are able to plant. And I think by just the description of what I had seen over the past few weeks where I was saying in the eastern regions of the country, the fields are already brown, the guys are preparing the soil to start planting. It speaks to that optimism, even on the face of an El Nino that we are facing. So overall, yes, El Nino is something we have to watch, but I don't think that the season will be harsh as what we saw in 2015 and 16 and the information that is coming out from the South African Weather Service is very promising if you consider it with the fact that the soil moisture is still reasonably favorable across the country. With that folks let me stop there and then in a coming week I will focus on another aspect but I thought it's important that I focus on this El Nino and the planting season because the season begins in two weeks time in the eastern regions of South Africa. Thank you so much for listening, folks, and we'll be back with another segment. My name is Wandile Sihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria, South Africa. You can read more about some of the stuff that I write in the link to my blog, which is in the description of this podcast, and also the website of the organization that I work for, which is www.agbiz.co.za. That's the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. You can read some of the stuff there. Thank you, folks. Talk next week. Thank you.